Yo, 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 what up everybody? Hey, um, so today is, uh, I think it's January 26th. It's about 9.30 p.m. Fucking late as shit. It's, uh, what is today, Tuesday? Yeah, today's Tuesday, 26th. Again, about 9.30 at night here. Fucking... I actually wanted to record this episode yesterday, but it fucking rained, and I I was supposed to go to work, and then I had to cancel the last second, and then I ended up I got busy doing some some basic fucking uh, some errands. I had to get some supplies. I ended up spending a lot of money yesterday, like twenty five hundred bucks just in parts, things I needed. Different bullshit. Uh, bought me some new boots, so I had to do. I had to do all that, and uh, it just was uh, fucking taxing yesterday. But I, I, and I was gonna do this episode, but I got kind of I got lost in the fray. Like I was, I was like, oh, and I had the money, so I was. I went to go buy this part, then I went to go buy that part, then I got my oil changed. Then I went to go get some boots. Then I went to go get some lunch. And then I had to go finish picking up the parts because they were having parts delivered. And just like it never, like it, my day didn't end. And then I was like, fuck, well, it's already time to eat something. Like, let me get something to eat. So I had to come in, you know, and then I had to give me something to eat. And it just was like, like the day didn't end really yesterday till like 7 o'clock at night. And I was up and at it since like... 5.30 in the morning yesterday Which was, you know, it's not no big deal Just uh, I kind of was like uh, I'm gonna do My thought was yesterday Because my day ended up so late I was like, okay, well I'll uh, I'll do it this morning And this morning I just got really busy As well I actually, you know I usually do it sometimes on the way to work but I was, I don't know, I was listening to the radio or some bullshit. And today actually is one year to the day that Kobe Bryant was involved in his uh, helicopter crash. Which, if I remember correctly, I wasn't working last year at this day. Because I know it it happened and I was like at home. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, he died? I was like, shut up. Like, I didn't hear nothing about it. And then it just... And it was all over the place So I was listening to that this morning And then I went to work And I got some stuff done You know Now I just like I got You know I'm working tomorrow So I was like well You know I'll get this episode in But before even that The reason why now it's 930 Is I stopped and talked to my My grandpa You know Try to stop and talk to him You know Once a week now Cause he's older He's gotta imagine he's Creeping up close to 90s in his 80s something, and it's like, well, you know, he's old. You know, you just gotta. The old people, I don't know. To me, old people got a lot. They know a lot of shit. A lot of shit has happened. Uh, may not all be good shit to be listening to, but if you just hear them out, they talk. They never. They got stories and stories for days. You know about. This places and how things have changed 
And it's kind of like you're watching a documentary, but it's a living person. Like, they could tell you just how things were. You know, not not every old person is that talkative, but they like talking. So, I was talking with my grams for since like about four. Now it's like 9.30, which is like, like five hours. We were just chatting it up about all kinds of shit, about everybody and everything. Uh... But I, you know, so moving on from that, and just that—that's why it's, this episode to me is really late. But you know, it's nine thirty at night. But anyways, I wanted to get this one done yesterday, and the big thing is the Godzilla trailer versus Kong trailer dropped. And to me, it finally we got something tangible as a Godzilla fan as the King Kong fan as this, the legendary MonsterVerse dropped we finally got something tangible and when I mean tangible we finally got something that's fucking we can sink our teeth into we know a sprinkling of the story and when I mean a sprinkling I really truly mean a fucking a, just a uh, a pinch of story it's just like a just a pinch it's like, you know, a pinch of salt. It's like, you know, you just need a little dash of fucking cayenne pepper. That's all we really got. Uh, the little two-second or three-second teaser that I was like, yo. And I was like, yo, they had to had drop it. It was ASAP. They did it within a week. So, the trailer dropped. Now, what do you know? And I don't want to turn this into a whole complete Godzilla episode. Because the fucking trailer is only like two minutes long. So, I'm... You're not going to turn two minutes of Godzilla trailer into a whole hour episode. Even though that's what some YouTube fucks do and whatever. Um, but basically... From what I take of it... And what's happening is... Godzilla and Kong are squaring up... Because the humans... Uh, but then again, I... I I gotta look at this from a couple of different angles. The humans are are pitting Kong against Godzilla because Godzilla, what they make it seem like is Godzilla's running out of control, uh, which is the case. It's said, I think Molly, my uh, the Stranger Girls thing. I don't Millie Bobby Brown. I think that's her name. Uh, she's. They're saying something is. Driving Godzilla to attack people uncontrollably or something along those lines. Something's provoking him. And they don't know what it is. And then Millie Bob Brown says, well, there's something out there that's provoking him to do these attacks. Uh, it's just not random. But they, it, it, there's a little screenshot on the bulletin board. Well, it looks like a bulletin board, but it's like a... And, it, and pretty much, I think you can kind of piece together the story from just from that storyboard. They have apex predators, and I'm, and there's like one on every continent, an apex. And then Godzilla randomly shows up, and I'm assuming that these apex predators are not following the rules, which would be the case of like Ghidorah or Kong. They're just not following the rules. And they're they're all awake now. I mean, I miss God, Ghidorah must have steered them all awake. 
And I think Godzilla is now trying to supposedly bring balance. But I also think that if you watch King of the Monsters, Ghidorah's head is probably... Some of these apex predators probably have Ghidorah's DNA on it. And that's actually what's triggering Godzilla. And that's probably why... Because they can't figure out what's going on with Godzilla. That's probably why they bring Kong into it. Because Kong is their best... Defense. To try to at least slow down Godzilla. And... There's a lot of Homer fans that... Just don't understand that how Godzilla could be beat. Or even be anywhere toe-to-toe with King Kong. And I absolutely disagree with that notion at all the matchup is pretty good um as a matter of fact it's better than good you finally got and I know the size they're gonna have to but it doesn't look like King Kong's size is that much smaller than Godzilla and actually Godzilla's size actually works against him um because he's a, a bigger mass but again his 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 arms are shorter so he doesn't have the reach and then everyone's like, well, there's atomic breath. But I, I'm, of the, I'm of the mindset that uh, Kong could probably withstand a direct blast a couple of times. And you're not going to get blasted by the atomic breath 20 times and survive. But if you're gonna, if you got to absorb a hit or two, you can. Uh and in much is the case, if you look at Kong's lore altogether, Kong has been pretty smart. You know, you gotta think. You know, if you look at the gorilla and the orangutan and chimpanzee, that whole the ape world, just like you would assume, like in Planet of the Apes, the ape. Apes and the gorillas and silverbacks, they're not that they're not like a dumb animal or they're not like you know, they actually show a level of intelligence, especially chimpanzees um you know they don't have speech but they can do sign some of them can learn sign language some of them can paint, they know how to use tools, open doors open jars you know, would would it be really that much of a leap to give them some sort of a brain enhancing thing, and you come up with Planet of the Apes? Absolutely not. It's not that much. And the fact that they basically have four hands, you know, the feet and the two, the fists. If you're looking at a silverback, silverback would whip the shit out of uh, any human, and probably whip the shit out of most. I, I mean, I don't know if you hit a silverback against uh, a lion but I'm pretty sure the silverback might actually win that um, so that's what you know and Kong clearly in the case in Skull Island he was able to use weapons uh, and that's honestly a huge advantage for Kong not to say that this isn't uh, obviously Kong's going to smash guys because no, no I don't but I think the fight is actually a lot closer than fans give the fight. It, it not, it's not always... It's actually, like, I think it's split right down the middle. Um, Godzilla's one 
clear shot to the to the jaw away from his atomic breath being both rendered useless and and basically you take away a good chunk of his arsenal if you break his jaw which could possibly be the case you fucking crush Godzilla's jaw even though he can heal with radiation I mean would he be really able to shoot an atomic breath with his fucking jaw broken which is his biggest weapon because outside of that I mean if he can't bite you either what can Godzilla really do to you with now toe to toe yeah he can bull rush you and slam you into the building which was the case and also hit you with the big ass tail but you really severely limit his capabilities of hand to hand combat uh, against Kong especially if you take his atomic breath out the picture which I think is the case if you see the trailer and that's another thing the axe that Kong has I actually think that's a dorsal fin that he probably got from a prior Godzilla member or gets it off of Godzilla himself we don't know this yet but I think that's actually what's absorbing the fucking because it looks like the atomic breath is rendered useless with that axe and it basically it comes down to speed at that point and who's stronger who can land a killer blow and I, you gotta give an advantage to Kong because Kong can probably jump as a matter of fact he is jumping on top of the buildings swinging that axe uh, and then the hands the hand combat and he's probably he could probably lift Godzilla and slam him so I, I gotta think that the fight is undoubtedly a lot closer than what the fans are giving it and you know overall the trailer looks good I, I really like uh, the colors especially when they're I think it looks like they're in Japan but I don't really know I, I like the colors of it it does look a little bit Pacific Rimish but I think I don't think that's a bad thing at all I think that's actually a good thing Pacific Rim visually in both movies were fucking amazing uh, they're just absolutely amazing I like the purples the greens the neons the jaggers how they look the colors in the jaggers the you know the coat the the pilots in the jaggers are a little set up with all that you know how they were that was cool and I think if Godzilla and Kong look anything like that in their night scenes it, that should look phenomenal um I think we've got for the first time Godzilla shooting his atomic breath underwater which is going to be something to see going forward because I don't think he's even shot it in any of the any of the Toho versions usually that shit is reserved for land purposes but now he's got him shooting underwater going up to the diamond tent that to me that looks hard and then Kong jumping off as if he knows it's coming so maybe he's He's had that experience before. The film looks amazing. I mean, I can't... This is trailer one. It looks fucking amazing. I'm fucking excited for it. Because uh, I'm not going to take an hour, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about it. I also... Just off of what I've seen, Godzilla's a hero. I don't think they're going to turn him completely into the villain. Kong's a hero. He's not going to turn into the villain either 
Uh, you getting these bats that are flying around. I, I think that's that's pre Godzilla in Kong's reign. Like right now. I think what you see with those war bats, that shit is is a myth from ages ago. I think this is like before Godzilla and Kong were the last two apexes. I think this is when the planet was more big monster kaiju-ish. I think that's a prehistoric visuals. Especially where Kong's swinging around that that, that fucker and he hits the other one. Uh, I think that's pre this day and age. I think that's old time. So it leads me to believe that there's going to be a third monster. And I kind of believe so because if you look at it it looks like there's spaceships flying around. I know nobody's talking about those fucking spaceships, but that's something to think about. And then also, um, whatever's destroying in the very first seconds, people are saying it's Mecha Godzilla. Some people are saying it's Mecha Kong. Uh, we may get Gigan out of it. Something is destroying, and that does not look like neither uh Kong and I don't know what could unleash that kind of a weapon. Um, it doesn't look like anything Godzilla was capable of. It looks like he, if you look at the very first couple of seconds, something like emerges from the ground and it fucking shoots out rocks in all directions. That is not Godzilla, not at all. He's not emerging from the ground. That's not Kong either. Oh, it actually looks like something crashes there and it's shooting debris out. That's not. That's neither neither one of them. So it leads me to believe that there is a third monster lurking. It could be Mecha Ghidorah. Uh, we don't know. We don't know these things yet. I'm assuming if you have rights to Ghidorah, you can make him Mech as well. Especially since one of the heads survived, and I'm sure there's probably skeletal remains to piece together parts of a body. So you got that, you know, all of that. And I just think that there's going to be a third villain. I think Godzilla vs. Kong going to be a third to half of the movie. And then the last half will be them trying to stop whatever it is that, you know, perhaps Godzilla and Kong are both so badly damaged. They just go their own ways, you know, like your true buddy, you know, your buddy comedy, um cop film you know you know your your rigs and you know, your danny your danny glover and, and mel gibson you know they're beat to shit at the end and they just call it a day that could be the case that's what i'm thinking is going to be the case uh we don't know what's i don't know what the third there is an image as well where there's something about the systems are charged and it looks like it's a godzilla figure so that's what maybe make a godzilla makes an appearance uh, which also could be possible because if you think back to Godzilla 2014, there was already skeletal remains of another Godzilla. So it wouldn't be so hard to throw on a little bit of Ghidorah uh, DNA, reincarnate the body, mechanize some of it, you know, to try to control it and then go out of control from that point. Maybe you make a Gigan-esque figure. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I think all along Gigan has been teased since the very drop 
When I, and I think that's absolutely cool. I, I would love to see Gaigan show up. You've got the the Mutos heads that look just like Gaigan. You've now got Ghidorah's DNA, which you can make the wings of Gaigan. And then the hooks and, and everything. You know, it'd be interesting to see. Maybe they make a whole new one, but it's just, you know... They, they can do so many things They can even just Drop a whole new beast There's no There's no rule against Toho Because their Toho's already making new Or uh, Legendary has already made new beasts And the Skullcrawlers These Warbats um, The Muto They've already And then you've seen in King of the Monsters There's already The Behemoth There's already other monsters out there and Rodan is still out there as well as another Mothra egg it's, all of that is out there so they can literally go in any which direction they can combine some of the uh, kaiju that they got rolling around so but with all that said I think the highlight the highlight to me in the trailer is the last you know Godzilla's Breathing Kong and Kong is blocking it with the with the axe, and that shit just looks hard. Looks hard as fuck. Fucking hard, bro. I I can't get over. It. I'm still like geeking out about it. Like, damn, this is really gonna go down, and it's gonna go down in a couple of months, like two months now, actually. March today's the 26th. It goes down March 26th. All hell gonna break loose, and I can, and I am here. I'm one. I'm here for it. <sighs> but moving on from Godzilla, now that we've talked about that, another thing I really liked about the the trailer is they didn't get they didn't give away too much story. They they just and some of the characters are returning from King of the Monsters to this one, which is great. Um, and the military is getting fucked up. So the, the another good thing is that they didn't involve too much story, so this is leaving plenty to wonder. And we got and because it's gonna happen so fast now, you kind of led to believe that we're gonna get another trailer, perhaps two. Um, I think probably after the Super Bowl, maybe around Valentine's Day will be the last trailer, and then maybe some teasers, just featuring some images of the monsters moving around or whatever. Maybe some of the people. Um, I gotta kind of think that we're gonna get this other trailer, and we're gonna get probably a little bit more footage. And who knows? You know, maybe we'll get a little bit of answers. The answers, the the questions I got now. If there's gonna be another monster, uh, how are they gonna? What's actually going on in the story? But then, so far, the trailer. Didn't say much other than they're just pitting together the two big beasts, um, which is absolutely phenomenal. I can't wait. But moving on from all that, we now know who's going to be in the Super Bowls. I guess we're going to talk fucking Bucks versus Chiefs and how, again, I, I honestly don't even want to watch the Super Bowl. There's some bullshit beyond bullshit. Now, I'm going to order me something to eat here real quick, so bear with me while I. Well, I hop right back in this combo when we start talking Bucks and Chiefs. Okay, so I'm back. I'm eating, but I'm back. So we got this this Super Bowl pretty much squared up. 
with Bucks Chiefs. And why I might not even watch that hoe. Because there is no real winner, me being a Raider fan. That I've I've I honestly kind of had this feeling it was gonna be the Bucks and the Kansas City Chiefs. Because NFL politics go into heavily into the into this into the making of the championship game. Don't don't kid yourself. The NFL is a business. And they always say that shit too. You know. It's part of the game. It's the business part of the game. And they're and they're right. Much like any other sports is except maybe the Olympics. It this this is for money. They gotta they compete for money, T V ratings. So on and so forth. They um Advertising. Their goal is to bring as many eyeballs to the TV as possible. And the Bills. I knew that. I was like, you know what? There's no way the Bills are going to win this. They don't have a magical story that swept the nation. They don't have that aspect to them. Um, nothing like that. Um, Kansas City, they're trying to make Patrick Mahomes the second coming of Rodgers, maybe the next quarterback of the ages or whatever. And so they were going to win no matter what. I, I knew that the only one I was really interested in was this Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. game and basically Tampa Bay is now a win and, and the, I think the NFL wanted that too they kind of want Brady in the game because he's already won 6 Super Bowls now he's been to 10 you know he was on the Patriots he's a great, everybody's been talking about he's the greatest of all time there's so much noise around the, the man. And, and there was just too much for Aaron Rodgers to overcome. Aaron Rodgers is not retiring. Um, he hasn't declared that this is his last season. Nothing like that. Um, for the most part, their magical season, the Packers was very, very quiet. Uh Rogers season MVP like also very 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 quiet and it just it was just too quiet for the NFL when seemingly every week there was noise going around Tampa Bay and this is what the NFL wants the NFL wants Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and like just they're they're salivating. They're fucking foaming at the mouth for this fucking game. Me, as a Raider fan, I'm not. And I, and I actually think a lot of people are not. I think this is actually going to be bad for the NFL. There's COVID fatigue. I'm, I'm sick of Brady. And, like, he needs to go. Not having it. Um... 
The commercial's already gonna suck this year. I'm talking about Budweiser pulling out and some. So we're gonna get some shitty commercials. What's really gonna save the game? Perhaps the people watching it, but I don't think it's gonna be close. I can tell you right now, Kansas City's gonna win this game. I'm pretty easily. Uh, it may be close in the beginning of the game, maybe midways of the game, but at some point, Kansas City was just gonna pull away. The team is too complete, and there's nothing that the Bucks are gonna do second time around to stop what the freight train from happening. It's just not, it's just not happening. So now that I've told you that, me as a Raider fan, it. To me, I don't really care so much. I don't got that much hatred towards the Chiefs like as say I do against the Chargers. Um, I don't have the hate towards Kansas City that I do towards the Chargers. Nor do I have the hate towards the Broncos as I do the Chargers. I mean, the pecking order probably goes Chargers, Broncos, and then Kansas, Kansas City being the least... Of the team that I really actually hate in the AFC. And that's because the Chiefs for a long time were the scumbags of the division. Uh, the Raiders took over that over the last decade or so. But the Chiefs usually were at the bottom of the barrel too. Mm. What irks me about this season in particular... Was the fact that we beat the Chiefs. We're the only team that fucking beat the Chiefs. And we damn near beat them twice. What kind of fucking shit is that, man? That shit is pissing me off every time I think about it. Every goddamn time I think about how we went into Arrowhead Stadium. Whip the fuck and we whipped them. The game was not close. Uh, they scored some kudo points late in the game that were like, oh, okay, well, we weren't really playing because we already won. We weren't doing that late in the game. And it was in the Arrowhead, a place we hadn't really won. And it wasn't the beginning of the season. It wasn't like week one. And it wasn't week... 16 either where you can say well they were resting their starters this was like mid-season I, I forget what week it was week six or whatever week but we beat them we beat them pretty handily then when we were on the cusp doing something great we ran into the Chiefs well I think we were 6-2 perhaps at that point The Chiefs come to Vegas. Fucking Derek Carr is having a phenomenal game. Goes down with about a minute and something left in the game. Scores a touchdown to put us in the lead. And nothing but a touchdown is going to beat us. And the Chiefs do what the Chiefs do. They go down and score and leave us like no time on the clock. Then they left us with like fucking 10 seconds or 20 seconds. Not enough time. Should have won that game. 
And if you look at Kansas City's body of work, I don't really know if any other team that they played was even that close. Maybe the Buccaneers. My my, my friend's a Buccaneers fan. I'm saying, yeah, that, that game they could have easily won. I'm like, no, I don't think so, bro. I think they got off to a slow start. I can't really think of any other team that even got close to beating the Chiefs. Outside of the Raiders. And that shit is pissing me off. It's just fucking pissing me off. That we didn't even make the fucking playoffs. And we're not going to get a cookie award. We're not going to get shit. All we're going to get is the fact that they didn't get a perfect season. And we're the only team that stood in the way of a perfect season in like two fucking years. They went out on a run the end of last season before they won the Super Bowl. Obviously, the team has to go on a run. So they're fucking 20 something and one, and we're the one fucking team out of every other team that they played. That's some fucking bullshit, man. Uh, that shit has me. My mind is boggled. You know how your your mind you boggle it, you start thinking about something and it doesn't make sense, and you're like, "Well, it's got to make sense." So you try thinking about it. How does it make sense? And it still doesn't make sense. And you're like, "Wow, this doesn't fucking make sense," but somehow it happened. And then your mind goes through a boggle, like it gets in the fucking. Your mind just gets boggled up. And you're like, wow, how did this happen? Why is my mind boggled? And then you start thinking about how the Raiders actually beat the Chiefs. How the fuck did we actually beat the Chiefs? Are we division rivals? Is that why? Well, actually, I think the Chargers took the Chiefs to overtime. But did they win? No. And I think that was the beginning of the season. I think. So you gotta tell me. How did the Raiders beat the Chiefs? With having the piss poor defense. Like ranked last in the NFI fucking thing. How the fuck did we beat them? Our offense is not ranked number one. It's not like we went balls to the walls with the fucking offense. No, we fucking somehow beat them. Did we catch them on an off day? Perhaps. Was that our magical game? Was that our... Was that our... Our Eli Manning in the Super Bowl. We cut Brady on the magical day off. It's the NFL gods. I Man, I don't know. Not only does it not make any fucking sense. And yo, let me pause this talk for a minute. The loaded tiny tacos from Jack in the Box. Fucking amazing, man. I need to stop eating these things because I'm working out. And I feel like this is defeating the purpose. And it actually it is. 
But these fuckers are good. It's like four dollars and fifty cents for the loaded tiny tacos. Amazing. But anyways, how did the Raiders beat the Chiefs? I can't think of a single fucking thing of how they did that. And when they go on to win the Super Bowl, like I know they are. I, I'm not even actually mad that they're. I'm not mad that they made the Super Bowl, and I'm not even mad that they because it would only be two trophies. And I think the Raiders will get a trophy uh, before John Gruden's ten years is up, and before DC is done. I think he gets a trophy, if not, perhaps two. Maybe that's overreaching, but I think we're gonna get a trophy out of him. Uh, for the simple fact that we're not, we our season, even though we're finished eight and eight, we could have easily been eleven and five, easily twelve and four. There's a couple games there. We've lost like three games in the last seconds. Um, and four, if you got to run back, if we could run back the Patriots right now, if we were to play the Patriots late in the season, we would have beat them, probably. Uh, you know, so there's, there's that. Uh, run back to, run back the Atlanta game. Maybe it was a different story. But, man. I'm just more, I'm more mad that we beat the Chiefs. Like, and seemingly they crush everybody. They've been crushing everybody else with ease. So, I can't figure it out. It's not making sense to me. I don't get it. But what I do understand is this. The Bucks have are not going to beat the Chiefs. There is not. And I'll tell you why. Brady's time is done. The NFL is ready to hand the reins over to somebody else. They're going to try to make it be the Chiefs. The Chiefs will not happen to turn into the dynasty like the Patriots. Because of the financial limitations that they now place themselves in with having to owe Patrick Mahomes so much money. They're banking on... They can just draft new players around him every year or every other year. A new top wideout, a new top running back, a top pass pressure. You know, they can get... Basically, draft him and you get on a draft lease for like three or four years. And that's what they're planning on doing. Which would work if you had an established quarterback like Brady, but it's not going to work in Kansas City because Kansas City is a different ball. It's a different area. And eventually, all, all the too much roster turnover is going to actually work against him. And that was not the case with the Patriots. The Patriots constantly had people on the cheap and people wanting to play there. I don't think that's the case in Kansas City. Um, especially with not you got Dallas Stadium. Um, you got other major cities, and you know, so the the Kansas City's got this golden run in them. Maybe this year, maybe another one, a couple years from now. But I think that's it. And then they strapped they strapped themselves. 
tight on that money. But, you know, it's well-deserved. You know, if you're the first quarterback to bring Kansas City a championship, maybe two in ever, then, yeah, you deserve to get paid half a billion dollars. But I, I don't think sustainably, long-term, it's a viable. They should have went that route. Anyways, Kansas City is going to crush. I think there's going to be a crushing. They're going to crush Tampa Bay off of two two facts. Tampa does not put a spy to slow down Mahomes. They're in trouble. Rushing the four, rushing the five like they want to do, like they did against Green Bay, is not going to work against Mahomes because Mahomes can sneak out the backfield and just run. And then you can't really stop the speed of Tyreek Hill and you can't leave Kelsey. You can't leave those guys one-on-one. So there's open territory in the middle of the field air on seemingly every play this is why I don't know how the Raiders beat the Chiefs the first go around and I don't know how the Jamnir beat them the second time uh, straight up once in just like the case was with Buffalo Bill once you pin back and you outscore the other team Brady is so immobile. Um, he threw three picks against the Packers, and it's going to be an uglier game this year. I, that's why I think that this, this game is going to be fucking ugly. It'll be close, and it might even be close in the first half. It might the Kansas City might be winning like seventeen to seven, but come the second half, the Bucks are going to get absolutely rocked, just like just what's been happening to every team. Kansas City didn't come out and rock them. They're not. They don't need the confidence to beat Tom Brady or the Bucks. They've already done it. This game is not going to be close. And the and the NFL, they it, people are going to tune turn tune out, just like Kansas City has been doing to every other team. Sometime in the third quarter, the game's going to be so far out of reach. You're going to break. Uh, it's going to break the Bucks' spirit, and and then they'll just be over, and then they'll just be running out the clock. And even if they score, they'll put up another touchdown to, to score again. That's just what's going to happen. Brady is so... If you looked at him in the game against Green Bay, he was so out of sorts. He threw three picks, and it just was the fact that Green Bay couldn't cash what I felt like were gimme points. They couldn't cash those in. Couldn't cash it in. That's not the case with Mahomes. And, that, and honestly, if the Raiders were a more competent team, a more competent team, we would uh, trounce those fools as well, which is this irks me more too. Because how the fuck did we beat the Chiefs and not make the playoffs? If I was a betting man, I put I put a thousand dollars. Chiefs winning by ten plus points, easily, hands down, safe bet. Um, but that's what I see. You know, it's just that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to get up 17 points, maybe even 20 points, and then they're going to turn Brady into a clown. Into a clown. It won't surprise me if he has two or three picks in the Super Bowl, perhaps a fumble, taking some sacks, some ugly sacks too. 
on like third down and like five, I'm gonna take a, a five or six yard sack, put him out of field goal range. It won't surprise me. Uh, it doesn't matter how good the Kansas City, uh, the Tampa Bay defense is; they're just not gonna stop the onslaught of points, especially when Kansas City pins their defensive back and just really start jumping all the routes. Brady's not going to chuck these Hail Marys like he did against Green Bay because they're surprised. Those are easy throws. A more competent defense would not have let those happen. They're not going to happen. So, that's what I've seen. I'm just irked. It would be one thing if the Raiders went and got crushed 50 to fucking 20 against the Kansas City. Which, actually, I don't understand how that wasn't the case this year. But, you know, whatever. Moving on from that. Mm. Watch Camp Cretaceous Season 2. Camp Cretaceous Season 2 is really good. I can't believe not not many more people have been watching it. I love it. I, I think it's actually really good. Oh, no! It's a really good kid show. I like the the dinosaurs. Season one to me was really good as well. I think season two is a little bit better. You got you got a lot more dinosaurs involved. It loosely follows the movies, especially the Lost World movies. And I don't know what's gonna happen in season three, but they're still stuck on the island. So this is going to be post, um, or maybe pre the second of the uh, Jurassic World movies, uh, I kind of think. We're going to get the Indominus Raptor in season three of Camp Cretaceous, maybe. Um, but basically, if Camp Cretaceous, Camp Cretaceous Season 2 picks up where Season 1 left off, it's not very long. I, I, there's like 10 episodes, and they're like 20 minutes up. So you only get like two hours. And basically, they're trying to get off the island. And the Baryonics are chasing them around. Those are like the bad guys in this in this version. Yeah, these fucking tiny tacos smack, bro. Um, but yeah, um, well, I'm losing my train of thought. Okay, so camera rotations, they they end up finding. Um, I think the kid's name is Will. He shows up like episode six. Some random ass hunters show up on the island. They look like Doctor Grant and Ellie, but they're not. Uh, I just made up, but they look—they actually dress like him. So I was like, "What the fuck?" That's not Doctor Rantanelli, but there's some other random ass wildlife explorers. But I get—I mean, I guess they try to tie that into like, "Hey, this is like a Doctor Grant and Ellie figures." But then there's also the roughneck Australian dude 
but he turns out to be a good guy. Um, but anyways, they, they're trying to get out. They don't get off the island at all. As a matter of fact, they have to hunker down again because the lady escaped on the boat, and but she didn't make it very far. Uh, the dude looks like he was... All three of those hundred people were eating. The one was eaten by T-Rex. One was eaten... And then the... The hunter dude and the the lady L. They were both eaten by the baryonics. Um, so there's that. If you haven't seen Camp Cretaceous Season 2, I highly suggest watching it. If you haven't seen Camp Cretaceous Season 1, I would suggest watching it. I, I like them both. They were actually both really good. Um... Kind of remind me of like uh, How to Train Your Dragons Race uh, Race to Dragon's Edge or whatever that show's called. It's kind of kiddish and cornyish like that. But I kind of like it. I like the, the the Race to the World's Edge or whatever that's called. I actually like that. It, it went from one... Uh, I actually think it spanned through a couple of the movies and it ended right where the last one left off. And I was like, dude, that's hard. Um, but besides that, what else? Man, I wanted to talk about something else. Um, shit, but now it's fucking in my mind. It's escaped my mind. But let me see. What the fuck was that? Somebody's souped up car is sputtering out. Anyways. Um... Been watching a little bit of One Piece. Uh, I'm trying to finish up JoJo's The Diamond series. I don't know what it's called. Um, trying to finish up that. Uh, also, in trying to get my hands on a Disney Plus uh, pass. I'm probably going to get the $12.99 one. The, the one that comes with Hulu and ESPN Plus. Oh! Let's talk about this Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. In the Bernie memes. Um, Conor McGregor versus Danny... Danny... Uh, Mr. Poirier. Poirier. Whatever his name is. I think it's Danny Poirier. Uh, yeah, McGregor needs a whole new... Scheme, bro. I I, I don't know. He's in, he's in a world of hurt in the mixed martial arts. Because he got... He got worked. Uh, he got two pieced and three pieced, and his he does not look. Duh. And he does not look hypeable, bro. That guy kicked the shit out of his calves, and Poirier kicked the shit out of his calves, and then fucked his shit up standing up. Uh, he McGregor needs to fire his entire corner, bro. Um, those guys have him convinced that. He can just two-piece combo any motherfucker and put them out on the ground. And there's so much more to mixed martial arts than that. And to be honest, Poirier did right. He took McGregor down. He took that initial adrenaline edge rush off of McGregor. So he didn't hit him with that explosive left hand or any right hand combination. He took that out of him. Then he turned it into a fight. And once he started beating the shit out of his calves, or his uh, his left calf, he took really all his striking away from him. And McGregor is just not that clever of a boxer to dodge everything. He's not. 
And even so, even if he could dodge everything, his calves were his calf was fucked. He was he was seen limping around. Uh, he's still limping around. Um, and so, I mean, he should have attempted a takedown. Sometimes you got to get dirty in the business. You got to fucking shoot, force that guy to stop fucking throwing kicks at you, and and stop throwing punches at you and get him on the ground. And, Regroup. Didn't do that. I think they tried to force him to stand up. Like if he was just gonna knock, knock him out with a KO punch, and it just didn't happen. And and I gotta think that has a lot to do with Connor's team. And that that's a couple that in a row, not in a row, but there's a couple he's had against uh, Khabib, Poirier, and a few others. Diaz, where like his whole strategy is just to fuck you up, and it just doesn't happen, bro. Um, it just doesn't happen. Um, and, and you know what? And the turning point was, I think, was those calf kicks. Like, Poirier came out beginning of the second round and just fucking kicked the shit out of those legs. And then uh, he caught Connor good, man. I mean, if you're going to catch somebody, you're going to catch him. Hey, he fucking pieced him up. Uh, he really knocked his shit out. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, th- I think Connor. It's a little bit of too much distraction as well. Perhaps that's part of the problem. The man is talented. I'm not gonna say that. Sit here and say that. I mean, I could scrap with him head to head. I probably can. So I can't probably scrap with any use. I'm not afraid of him. And actually, I think there's that slight. Perhaps if I caught Connor on a bad day, because the way he fought Diaz and he didn't know what, was, what I was capable of, I could possibly sneak a win. Possibly, I'd probably give myself a two out of a hundred percent chance, maybe one out of fifty percent chance. That's my my what I give myself. Realistically, maybe I give maybe maybe I'm one out of a thousand. Um, but yeah, I mean. He just simply has to go back to the drawing board. He's just not going to knock motherfuckers out. And I don't know why his corner and his peeps are having him do that. I mean, that that's more of a... That's more of, of an indictment on his corner than himself. Because, I mean, well, I mean, who knows who's really pulling the strings. Nobody can tell him what to do. Uh, But still, like... Come on now, like uh, obviously this not working. Something's not working. You're not gonna just knock everybody out. You gotta switch it up. You know. I kind of think I, I thought I thought on the ground actually, Poirier looked gassed. He looked gassed at the end of the round one, and it looked like McGregor was. Indecent. He still looked like he could have went all four rounds, five rounds on the ground. That's why I was like, you know, I was texting my buddies. I was like, you know what, McGregor's about to lose, or uh, Poirier's about to lose this. He fucking looked gassed. He looked gassed at the end of the first round, and I, and that's what I couldn't believe. I don't know why they didn't tell him, hey, take him down, and you're gonna wear him out, and you'll be able to just to pound the shit out of him. 
He won't have anything. He's, he looked physically gassed, man. And it looked like McGregor was actually in relative. It didn't. He didn't even look like he broke a sweat. But lo and behold, they just had him stand up. He probably was like, "All right, I'm gonna knock this motherfucker out." And the Cavs got him, and he got pieced up. And that's what I was like, unbelievable, bro, that he didn't even attempt a takedown. And then, then again, that's part of his corner, part of his team. I'm not going to sit here and tell... I, I don't know how part of the Conor McGregor hype train, but, you know, he got knocked the fuck out by Floyd. Got knocked the fuck out by this guy, Poirier. Uh, Khabib tore him up. Uh, Diaz walked off the street. I mean, there's not... I mean, the, the book is out on McGregor. He's got to go back to the drawing board. Um, and re, either reinvent himself or just get... Or he's just going to get... He'll end up fighting Jake Paul at this rate. Uh, because I think people now can understand, okay, there's a way to beat him. There's way... Not, not a way. There's ways to beat him. And if he wants to step in and take a beating and lose money and lose titles, I mean, so be it. But he should really fucking reassessed his plan. And like I said, I mean, he looked like he was in tip-top shape leaving the first round. Like, it didn't even look like he broke a sweat. And and then he got pieced up. So... It is what it is, guys. That's it for now. I'm going to... Hopefully the next time... I don't know. I'm going to finish up something. And then we could talk about it next week. Or maybe uh, maybe I'll bring somebody in on the convo. Um, But yeah, I can't wait for this Godzilla fucking Kong shit. And hopefully more shit drops as far as trailers and shit soon. I I think a trailer is probably coming in the next two weeks. At least we're two months out, so you gotta figure between now and a month, there's gonna be another trailer. So, hopefully, in a couple weeks, we'll get another one. Anyways, I'm out, guys. Catch you guys later.